I'm Dean Blandino, and you're listening to Scoop FM. Hello and welcome to Scoop FM, the official podcast of Shad Dynasty League. Still the only lead that counts. Even if we haven't talked to you since week, uh, I don't even know, four, five, whatever it was. A lot has happened since then. I lost all of my sponsorships. Um, that's made operating the podcast very difficult. I have no monetary support. Also, I had a uh, interview scheduled with every member of this league. I was going to go one by one and interview you all. And every single one of you blew me off. So if you ask, where's the podcast? It's kind of on you. It's really on all of you. So we're two weeks out. Another great year. A lot, uh, you know, a fun and rather entertaining year of NFL football in general, but particularly in this league. I think we've got some some surprises. You know, I don't think a lot of people saw just how poorly Dave would do. You know, after boasting a four-year playoff streak, knowing that in year five, is it year five? Who's went one, two? It is year five. Knowing that in year five, it's all come crashing down to a horrific ending. Um, you know, I don't think people saw that. Um, I'm not sure people saw myself being at the top of the league. I don't know if people saw that. There were a lot of surprises. You know, um, I don't think people knew that George Pickens would be the easy wide receiver one of this class, but you know, that happens. Um, and you know, Sky Moore being the the worst wide receiver I've ever seen in my life. Um, but anyway, so we're back. We got two weeks to playoffs. So there's a lot on the line. A lot can change. Maybe not as I've done this before like a two-week out preview, and and it, it's normally insane because I'll look at almost any team and I'll say, well, if this happens, they go, you know, they could jump up to the three seed, and if it doesn't, they could be the eight seed. We don't quite have that much variability. I think the league has settled in a bit. We have sort of a upper tier, crust of the crust, top guys, you know who I'm talking about, it's me, and a couple other guys that I, I can't remember off the top of my head. You know, there's that middle tier, they're all very competitive, and there's the guys that are obviously tanking. So there's a little less, uh, I don't know, movement possible in these last two weeks, but there are some big shakeups that can occur. So let's get right into it. Let me tell you all of the things you want to be looking for over these next two weeks. Okay. Let's start right at the top with the number one seed, nine wins. That's me, your old pal Dan. Yes, I have the bye. Yes, I'm the one seed. And yes, if I win out, I am guaranteed that one seed because I have a game up on Bill and Matt. They both have eight wins. So if I win out, I'm good. I control my own destiny. I've got Bob this week. Bob's a tough matchup. Don't let the point total fool you. Look at the most recent weeks. He's got two. I'll, you know what? I'll get to that later. I'll get to Bob later. <clears throat> the point is, I am down in the points department due to some unfortunate circumstances. You know, things beyond my control. So sure, it is very true that Billy and Matt and, you know, those those guys right behind me, they may or may not have, you know, 250, 300 total more points than I do. So if we were to tie on wins, they would supplant me. So, you know, I really wish that Matt had lost another game or, you know, I hadn't dropped the stupid one here or there because, yeah, I could use a little more breathing room. It's not going to be easy. 
these are these are quality opponents I got coming up in Bob and Devin. But if I win out, I could secure my own destiny and the one seed. In second place from the bullshit division is young Billy Erskine with eight wins. Now, if I lose, Billy could get to the one seed, but it's it's not so simple. You see, earlier in the year, Billy was leading the league in points, but in recent weeks, Matt has jumped him by a total of 35 points. So, if I lose one game and Billy wins out, well, he's going to jump me, but he would need Matt to go one and one, or he would, you know, if Matt goes 2-0, and he's going to have to outscore him by a total of 35 points over the next two weeks. You know, as it currently stands, Matt's projected 15 or so more points than him this week, maybe 20. So kind of a tall task. But, you know, of course, maybe what Billy's thinking is if Matt gets to the one seed and Dan's the three seed, you know, assuming that the three seed picks the, you know, the picks their opponent, gets to pick the lowest projected team in the playoffs and probably moves on, it's pretty likely that the two seed is going to play that guy. And so I think it's pretty clear that Billy is saying he'd rather, you know, get me out of the way before he meets Matt in the championship. Well, you know, not that it's even going to happen, because like I said, he's going to need me to lose a game first, but also careful what you wish for. You know what I mean? Just just, just think about it. Just careful what you wish for. Um, so yeah, uh, that, that's basically it. But no one can take the buy from Billy. That's the good news. So he's pretty much trapped in the second seed, right? There's a small chance... I mean, not small chance. It's totally possible that he could, um, you know, I would lose a game and he outscores Matt over the next two weeks and pops up to the one. It's possible. Or that, you know, I lose a game and so does Matt. It's possible. But he's not going to lose the bye. So that's positive. Okay, on to Matt. Now, Matt, he really can't lose the three seed. So at worst, he's picking his opponent in the first round, which is basically as good as a, of a buy, as a bye. I don't think since we instituted this last year, um, actually, I think that person, I think it was Nate. I don't know if he advanced. I think he might have lost. I'll have to go back in the records, but I, I actually, I do think he lost. Um, but regardless, it, you know, it should, I think this year is going to be a little different. We'll get down there. I think someone's going to sneak in, and if you're going up against Matt, you're probably outmatched. So he essentially has a buy, but I'm sure he'd like to get a real buy anyway. Um, and basically we covered it, <clears throat> right? If he wins out, I go one and one. He's in. Easy as that. Simple as that. I go 0-2, even easier. Uh, and then I would drop down to 3. And, you know, the good news for me is in any of those situations, I can't get worse than 3 right now. I've got 9 wins after Billy and Matt with 8. Next highest wins are all 6. So worst comes to worst, I'm picking my first-round opponent and then probably facing Billy in the second round. And that's what he's wishing for. That's what he's wishing for, everybody. So, you know. We'll see. All right, Nikki is in fourth place with six wins. You know, and these next three guys, the final three playoff spots, all have six wins. Nikki, Drew, and Devin. Now, Nikki and Drew are pretty tight on points. Devin is a distant, distant third. That's going to matter in a little bit. None of these guys have a chance of getting the three seed because Matt's got too many points. I've got too many wins. I mean, and 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 I do have more points than them as well. So, you know, even if I went 0-2 and they went 2-0, and you know, it would be, it would be a little tough for them to catch up to me. I mean, we're talking, uh, you know, we're talking, you know, fifty, you know, f- beating me by a hundred total points, eighty total points over the next two weeks. You know, that, that that's a pretty tough road. So anyway, these guys basically control their own destiny, right? If any of these guys 
lose out and Nate or Bob win out, then they'll miss the playoffs. Okay, so they really just got to go one of one. They got to go one of one. But critically, guess who's playing this week? Nikki and Drew. They're playing against each other. Not Andrew, I mean and Drew. See, they're playing against each other. So you talk about you can't lose out. Well, that's pretty tough. I mean, at at least one of them is going to head into next week with a loss. So that'll be very curious. Um, And I think it's more important for Drew, who's in fifth place. Why is that? Because next week, Nikki gets Nate. Now, we'll get to Nate, and we'll get to Nate's situation in a bit. But after Drew plays Nikki, then he gets Matt. Okay, that's, that's a, you know, I think we can, all, we can all be objective here and say, yeah, in, a, in the last final week of the regular season, determining my playoff standing, I think I'd rather play Nate than Matt. Okay, I'm just being objective. I think we can all agree that that's a reasonable position. So, yeah, I think this week is very, very, very important for Drew. Not as important for Nikki, but it's, you know, it's nice to get it out of the way. Um, so, yeah, that, you know, I think the win here is going to be nice for either of them. But I don't totally see either of these guys falling out of the playoffs. I think a lot of this is jockeying for position, right? I mean, like I said, it's totally possible. Drew drops this one to Nikki, and then he loses to Matt. Yeah, I mean, Bob or Nate would jump him if they both won out. And we'll get to those guys and, and talk to you a little bit more about that. But Devin's, he's more intriguing. Okay, there's a couple things about Devin that makes it a little more interesting than, than the position that, you know, Nikki and Drew are in. He's the last playoff spot, even though he has six wins, but it's because of the points. And the points are a lot lower than Nikki and Drew. So, you know, what's the plan here? If you, look at, if you look at strength of schedule, and I'll give you everyone's strength of schedule down the stretch here at the end. He's got the second highest. He's got the second worst because uh, he plays Billy this week, and then he plays me. Bram. So you're playing the two guys who, you know, are potentially shooting for buys. That's kind of tough. Fields is banged up. Is Fields going to play this week? Yes or no? I don't know. Did you know that next week Fields is on buy? So do you might think that they shut him down this week and then give him the bye week and then see how he feels? And do the Bears kind of sitting in second overall pick territory really think it's a good idea to bring Fields back in a lost season when he might be hurt? I don't know. So is he even going to be there for the playoffs, right? So Devin makes this heroic push. He goes for it, right? He maybe beats Billy. He maybe beats me. He maybe beats both without fields and then he's in the playoffs without fields I just I don't see the happy ending here right and when you think about the picks he's got well he's got Nikki and Drews right I mean if he he could contribute to bumping one of those guys you know out of the playoffs by going 2-0 against Billy and me without Justin Fields you know he he could try and do that or he could kind of just bow out gracefully you know what I mean? And get someone else in the playoffs and say, hey, I'm now going to shoot for the third overall pick. I don't really love my chances this year. So I don't know what the plan is for Devin. I think I don't see Devin as tanking out, right, and just setting a bad lineup. I think it was, he's going to go for it. But if he were to lose to me and Billy and potentially get kicked out, I don't know if he's super bummed about it. Now, here's the other thing that's semi-interesting. You know, he's got this lower point total, okay? So with with, you know, 
with Bob's situation, and I'll get to Bob next. This, this stream's line right into Bob, who's in seventh place, first one out of the playoffs. So, you know, if Bob gets up there and ends up tying Nikki or Drew with wins, right, because, you know, he goes 2-0 and and they go 1-1, and or he goes 1-1 and and they go 0-2, they've got a pretty wide point margin on them. He'd have to outscore them by like 200 total points over the next two weeks, right? It kind of seems impossible. But with Devin, it's only 60 each week, 120 total. That's still a lot. But if he, if Devin does decide to tank out and set a bad lineup, it's kind of possible, right? Um, so yeah, that that that's kind of the situation that he's in. So it's it's semi possible, but not really, because when you think about it, if Devin does that, he's going zero and two. If he goes zero and two and Bob wins out, then Bob's in regardless, right? If he goes zero and two and Bob goes one and one, and he really did tank out you know, and set bad lineups, then it's possible that Bob outscores him by 120 over the next two weeks. So Bob could drop one game. And Bob's schedule is me this week. Um, and then he follows that up with, apologies, I should have this uh, better prepared, with Nick Young. Okay, so it's, it's possible that he goes one and one over that stretch. Devin sets a bad lineup, you know. Um, but even then, then again, how is Devin going one-on-one -on -one if he's had a bad lineup? So it's basically irrelevant. Um, but Bob's got a shot, right? He's got to pray one of these guys goes 0-2 and, and that he wins out. So this week, very important for Bob. If I had to rank everybody's importance on their playoff standing, I think it's Bob number one. He's got to get over this hurdle or he's basically out. And then Drew next. Drew doesn't necessarily need to win this week, but it's going to help a lot if he does. Okay, so... And, and you know what, so in, in that case, Bob probably should root for Nikki, thinking that if he needs one of these guys to go 0-2, yeah, if Nikki can win, and then you hope that Matt beats Drew, then you could pop in, control your own destiny, right? Okay, so now Nate. Nate's also intriguing. So it, everything that I said about Devin's points and everything, it apply in and how he, you know it's a little easier for him to hop Devin if they were tied on wins for Bob. It's true for Nate too, but it's about five each week. So again, you'd have to see Nate starting to set a lineup, which in the past couple of weeks he's been tanking lineups, and Devin do the opposite. Devin starts setting a bad lineup. Uh, so it kind of seems tough. But you know he semi-controls his own destiny, right? If he wins out and these other two guys lose then it's totally possible. He's got a middle-of-the-road strength of schedule, right? He's playing Nick Young this week, and then next week he plays Nicky. So if he beats Nick Young, he controls his own destiny. Beat Nicky. If Nicky has already lost to Drew, then he's in, right? He'll put the nail in Nicky's coffin. Uh, if 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 Nicky won the prior week, that's okay. He if, As long as he won against Nick, he could still try to win and just hope Matt beats Drew, and then he's in. Right, so Nate, 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 and Bob are kind of in these control your own destiny situations. So it's completely possible, or, 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 hear me out. He could say screw it because Bob's got a shot at getting in the playoffs. Right, it's totally possible. That's the other first round pick he has. He has his own. He has Bob's. Um, he could say screw it. Right now, he's in eighth place. The best pick he could get is three. If he drops one more slot well, then he'd be able to potentially get number one overall. That might be something that intrigues him. And what would make that a lot easier is the fact that this week he's playing Nick Young, who is in ninth place 
and is you know currently slotted to be one of the two teams fighting for that number one overall pick. So you know if he wins out and any of the six teams, Nick Young, so what? He's got how many wins here? He's got four, right? So if he were to win out and either of these guys were to were to lose, now he's a different story because he's actually got a decent number of points. So if he wins out and either of these teams lose out, now they're tied at wins and he's only got to outscore Nikki by 70 each week, Drew by 57 each week, Devin by 21 each week. Okay, so Devin, Devin, that's totally possible, right? It's not likely, but it's possible. So he could theoretically pop into the playoffs, right? Um, in that scenario, though, where, you know, Devin loses out, he wins out, outscores Devin by 42 over the next two weeks. He's got to worry about Bob. Bob's got to win up on him, right? So Bob wins out. He's not in anyway. You know, he just went from shooting for the number one overall pick to shooting for the number three overall pick. If Bob goes one and one, well, he's got him beat on points. So then he's in. So it's totally possible. It's it's actually kind of crazy. Down to the ninth seed, Nick Young could still get into the playoffs if he so desired. And he's been setting lineups. So I don't know where his head's at. I don't know. And he has all of his picks, too. He's got first round, second round, third round. So interesting scenario. And now we get to the least interesting of all. Dave is in last. He has three. He can't go anywhere. It's not worth talking about. He's tanking. He's getting the number one overall pick. And so just in case you're curious and you want to know, oh, what was me? I'm blah, blah, blah. You know, here's the strength of schedule for the rest of the way. Uh, Nick Young has the easiest strength of schedule between Nate and Bob in terms of points, right? They're scoring on average 98 a week this year. I think Nate has brought down that average with his with his tanking uh, charades he's been pulling. Next lowest is your old pal Dan facing Bob and Devin. But that is that is sneaky, and we're going to get into those matchups. Trust me, that's not as cake and as primo as you might think for me. I'm very worried about Bob, and I'll tell you why in a bit. Billy is the next easiest strength to schedule. Rich get richer, huh? Devin, and then he ends the year with Dave. Devin, who might not have Justin Fields. Devin, what is he going to do? What is he doing this this next two weeks? Then it's Nikki, next e- seventh easiest strength to schedule. He's got Drew followed by Nate. Again, Drew is kind of dragging that average down. Nate is dragging that average down. Drew's bringing it up. Sixth easiest is Matt. He's got Dave and then Drew. Uh, the fifth easiest right middle of the road. I said that before. Nate playing Nick Young and Nikki, potentially controlling his own destiny. Bob's got the fourth hardest I guess now once we pass the middle right seventh easiest fourth I don't know so yeah Bob Bob's Bob's at the fourth hardest strength schedule he's got myself and then he's got Nick Young so Drew has the third hardest strength of schedule going out Nikki and Matt those are two teams that at one point were you know when when Matt was more of a buy buy week contender team he still is and Nikki was pushing for the three seed for a while so that's tough the second hardest strength of schedule is Devin like I said he's got Billy and then myself what is happening with Justin Fields and the hardest overall is our friend in last Dave playing Matt and Bill the two guys that probably should both have buys but only one does because I have the other okay so anyway let's uh Let's preview this week's matchups. I've already mentioned them kind of at length, but I'll just tell you. You see, you think, 
oh, Dan, you got it so easy. You got, you know, the eighth easiest strength, the ninth, the second easiest strength of schedule. You're going to cruise right into the that's, – that's not, that's not true. That's not true. We got Joe Burrow in a primo matchup against the Chiefs on Bob's team. And that would be great if T. Higgins was still his number one option and I could at least offset those points. But Jamar Chase is back. So, you know, going to be a big Jamar Chase game. There's no T. He goes off. Uh, Tua's in San Francisco. That might be a hard game for him with that defense, but it could be high scoring. He's got Garrett Wilson with Mike White surging. He's got ETN in a in a juicy matchup. He's got Michael Carter in a juicy matchup. This is not the easy game you might think it is, people. I'm nervous. I'm scared. I'm scared, okay? And I, I honestly, I, I, I'm back in that spot. I truly believe if this was just a best ball lineup and, you know, it was just, hey, my 13 or however many we start versus your 13 best, right? You know, at the, I didn't have to decide beforehand. I just got, I, I, I'm very confident I would win this. But I'm exactly back to where I started the, the year with when I said, oh, I got all this depth and I don't have guys. You know, I'm going to make this big-ass move to get Jonathan Taylor. Well, you know, now that I lose Kyle Pitts, I should have included him instead of Mark Andrews. Why did I do that? Ah. But anyway, now I'm like, Jesus, who do I start in this flex? I got Christian Watson who's scoring a touchdown every time he touches the ball. Tyler Lockett who's outperforming DK Metcalf this year. I got George Pickens who's a future star. I've got Antonio Gibson. It's his third year in a row being a top 20 running back even though everybody keeps shitting on him and telling me he sucks. I can't believe it. I got Brandon Ayuk who's probably the best pure wide receiver. I know what Debo could do with the ball in his hands but I'm talking pure wide receiver on the San Francisco 49ers. I don't even know who to start. So that's why I'm scared. I think I'm gonna fuck it up. And uh, yeah, I could lose this bye. Um, you know, like I said, uh, Nate versus Nick Young, it'll be interesting. Nate's still got, he he set a good lineup this week. That's different from weeks past. I mean, he could have thrown in Nelson Aguilar, Kalir Shakur, De- Devin Singletary, Judy. He could have thrown those guys in. He has not as of yet. Is it a mind game? I don't know. He's still got Stafford in there, and Stafford's not playing. So I don't know what he's up to, you know? And for Nick Young, it's a big game. He's got a. He's got his. Good, he's got his best out there, so we'll have to see. Uh, Nikki versus Drew. You know why this is a huge one. I'm going to tell you right now. It's going to leak into my playoff preview. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, you know. I don't want to put. Any, I don't want to put any pressure on anybody. I'm going to knock on wood for you. I like Drew in this matchup. I do. I do. You know what? I know Jamar Chase is coming back. I don't know how that's going to go. I really don't. And I. I just think. It's Derrick Henry. We see the Eagles have been getting run all over. It's David Montgomery playing the Bears. They've been getting run all over. It's, well, shit, Justin Jefferson against the Jets. I don't know about that with Sauce Gardner, actually. But it's Eckler versus the Raiders. They've been getting run all over. I think this is, I think Drew, I'm going to, this is a hot take, because what's Matt projected for right now? Matt is projected for 146. I think Drew might score the most points in the league this week. I really do. Uh, we got Devin versus Billy. You know, Gabe Davis got him a touchdown already. Buffalo versus uh, New England defense. I think it's possible. But again, we've talked about it. It's about Justin Fields. It all comes down to Justin Fields. What is that guy going to do? Is Mixon going to play? I don't know. Is Damian Pierce going to run all over Cleveland, even though he's sucked the past couple weeks because the Texans are horrible? 
I don't know what's going to happen. That's that's a tough one. I, you know, I obviously lean Billy in that one. And then Matt versus Dave, I'm not even going to grace that with a prediction. It's a waste of my time and yours. So finally, I will give you my prediction for how the playoffs, the rest of the year, and the beautiful, beautiful championship and that beautiful first place trophy and the almost nearly equally beautiful second place trophy that's currently on my mantle is going to go. So I think I'm going to get the one seed. Yeah, I'm really worried about Bob. I'm just putting good vibes out there. I think I can handle him. I think I can handle Devin without Justin Fields next week. I just think I can do it and I can secure that number one seed. Yes. So that will leave Billy to still remain in the two seed, which means Matt will be your three seed picking his first round opponent. And in fourth seed, I'm going to give it to Drew. Now, I just said I think he beats Nikki, and I think he's going to surpass the 24-point deficit he currently has against Nikki in doing so, because I think he's going to have a big week, and he's going to have a decent week against Matt, but ultimately he's going to lose. So he's going to go one and one. So how's he still up on Nikki? Well, because Nikki lost to him, but then Nikki beats Nate the following week. So they both went one and one, but I think Drew's going to pass him on points. That's going to put him in the four seed. So Nikki's at five, like I just mentioned, and then Devin is at six, and this is crazy that I'm saying this, but here's what I think is going to happen. Devin is going to lose out. Devin's going to lose to Billy, then he's going to lose to me. Obviously, I told you that. I told you I was going to win out. That's how I started this, so that meant that Devin had to lose that. I don't think he's beating Billy either. Okay, so those two things occur. We're agreeing on that, right? Here's Here's the sad part. If I win out, that means Bob also doesn't win out you know so he can't he can't jump him there Bob goes one and one Devin sets good lineups he gets close but he doesn't hit that point total to surpass him which leaves Bob um as this as the seven seed um you know that leaves Nick Young as I think Nick Young beats Nate I think uh Nate loses the following week to Nicky so that puts Nick Young at the eight seed and then Dave Nate is at 9, Dave's at 10. Um, So, in the first round of that playoffs, I think Matt will be picking Devin because Justin Fields is not going to play. That's the I think otherwise, that'd be really tough. If Fields is playing, and like I just said in my prediction, Drew's been hot, Eckler's been popping, Henry's been popping, it's winter. You want to play Derrick Henry in the winter? Be my guest. Geno Smith is more than capable. I don't know. I'm, I I I don't know if I'd pick Drew. It seems like a Matt thing to Drew to for for Drew to for Matt to pick Drew, but I don't I don't I don't think he can do it. And Nikki, you know, you're gonna have to see how Deshaun Watson's doing. You're gonna have to see how um how Mixon is. You gotta see if Zonovan Knight is the real fucking deal, right? Uh, which he spent a hundred six dollars for, fucking prick. And um, yeah, so I think he's gonna take Devin. Because I think at the very least, Fields is going to be banged up, questionable. It's going to be kind of bad vibes. Oh, they're going to try him out pregame, which is going to make it a compelling decision because we need that decision in by Wednesday night, as has been tradition. But I think he'll go with Devin. That's the last seed. He just lost two in a row. I think he'll go with that. I think he'll win that game. So now Nikki and Drew play each other. I can't believe I'm saying this, but it's hard it's hard to play a team three times, and I think the ball just bounces Nikki's way this time, and Nikki advances. Okay, so that means in the second round of the playoffs, I play Nikki, and Billy and Matt face off in a in a in an epic, epic, epic semifinal. Um, 
semi championship. I mean, you just you can't you can't get better than those matchups, folks. And unfortunately for Nikki, I am going to win. I am going to go on to the championship. And even though it's going to be a great high scoring matchup, yes, Matt is going to return for his fourth overall championship appearance, going for a third title. And I will meet him there for the third time, knowing that when he's gone to the championship four times, we know he's already gone three times. This will be his fourth. He's already got um, two championships, and both of those came from me. So this is the third time we're meeting. Is he going to take a third off me? Is this the Cavs and Warriors in some horrible, horrible alternative universe where 2016 never happens? No, it just happened out of order. Yes, good guys win. I win the championship this year. Yes, I'm manifesting it. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. I'm going to start Sky Moore, and he's <laughs> he's going to get three touchdowns. Yes. I don't know, but I think that's what's going to happen. Let's put it out there. Let's manifest it. Yes. All right. Let's all get ready to watch me win this championship. I'm so excited for you guys to see it. I'm so excited to upgrade from my beautiful little second place trophy to the real fucking deal and let's have a great year let's close it out let's drink some christmas ales let's get ready for some nfl playoffs let's have a lot of fucking fun come on guys let's get excited all right well thanks we'll see how the results play out if it's pretty peachy keen and we can kind of you know decipher if not a lot of drama happens this week and it's pretty obvious where things are going maybe this is the last you'll hear from me before the you know the first week of the playoffs maybe i'll do one next week i don't know quite yet but thank you for listening goodbye